Hello, you're listening to Greener Thoughts, a podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. So in today's topic, I'm going to be talking about the recent environmental news of Ryan Zinke, who's the secretary from the Department of the Interior, who's leaving office. And so let's begin. So hey everybody, my name is Nyla, and welcome to Greener Thoughts. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday for your enjoyment. Be sure to send your thoughts, comments, or articles by email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So in today's episode, I wanted to focus on some breaking news, which occurred recently about Ryan Zinke, who is going to be uh, resigning from the Department of the Interior. And um, I wanted to get into uh, some of the back history or background about the Department of the Interior, about Ryan Zinke, and what led to his uh, resignation and uh, its importance. So uh, some of the information uh, in the Department of the Interior, I think that's really important, is to first know that it's comprised of so many thousands of employees. About 70,000 employees work in the Department of the Interior, and they work to protect and watch over and care for uh, the nation's land, about 20% of uh, the nation's federal land. So they are stewards. Uh, for the land, and uh, they look over national parks, monuments, wildlife refuges, and uh, other public lands that we have in America. The second thing is that they're responsible for the creation and uh, use of uh, non-renewable resources of energy, so like coal or natural gas, for example, and then renewable energy supplies um, such as uh, hydroelectric power, uh, those powers made through uh, dams, um, solar power, wind power, renewable energy uh, sources like that. Uh, they're responsible for those supplies on public land and waterways and sources uh, of that. Uh, the third uh, thing to know about the Department of the Interior is that they're the largest manager and supplier of water and at least 17 Western states mainly. Um, so when I was trying to research uh, the concrete definition of the 17 Western states, um, it was really hard because um, some states were included in that and some weren't. Um, but mostly um, just to know or keep note of is that most of those states, the 17 Western states, are just um, defined as every state that's west of the Mississippi River. So uh, a state like Hawaii wouldn't be necessarily considered the west. Uh, Texas, I think, considers itself the south. So that's kind of up for uh, debate. And then uh, lastly, something about the Department of the Interior is that it supports trust responsibilities to um, 567 federally recognized indigenous tribes in America and also and also uh, Alaska Natives. Um, a trust is um, an agreement whereby um, a trustee 
holds ownership of like the real property, for example, land uh, for the benefit of a beneficiary, um, just so you know. And then uh, the background on Ryan Zinke is that he was sworn in last year in March, and he's currently the 52nd Secretary of the Interior, and that he strongly believes in the creeds and uh, ethos of um, President um, Theodore Roosevelt, who was America's 26th president. And uh, Theodore Roosevelt was really someone who was a protector of America's land and uh, wanted them to be managed mainly for uh, economic, recreational, and uh, conservation uh, purposes. So that was really uh, interesting to sort of find out. And a fun fact about uh, President uh, Theodore Roosevelt um, was that as his time as president, he actually reserved 200 million acres of land for national forests and wildlife refuges. Um, also about Ryan Zinke is that he represented Montana in the U.S. House of Representatives since to, um, 2014. And he was in the Montana State Senate for one term, which is about two years. Um, in his public service, he was a U.S. Navy SEAL officer for about 23 years. And he also has many degrees, one of which is in geology, and is undergraduate from the University of Oregon, two master's degrees, and he has a family. So the sources of that information were, were from the Department of the Interior website and the fun fact was from, from Mental Floss. Okay, so part two of this information is Ryan Zinke. So yes, he will be leaving office at the end of this month. Um, so many environmentalists, including myself, are psyched and love this news and welcome it. And uh, we all feel that it's a win. And sadly, Deputy Secretary David Bernhardt will be taking his place. He's a lawyer and longtime lobbyist, and uh, he's uh, a lobbyist for the oil and gas industry. And um, that just saddens me, and I'll let you know a little bit more why. Um, it's mainly because we already are having to replace one um, um secretary for another and this one um the next one that we're going to have is not even better because he's a lobbyist for the oil and gas industry which we all know is a dirty industry and they do not care about the environment they care about money and finite limited resources that we have in, the, in this country and they're not in the interest of saving protect protecting or preserving the environment at any cost so i'm really just saddened and um I'm really angry that this is taking place. And uh, just to give you a backstory on Zinke, he's being um, resigned from office for a number of reasons, but mainly it's because of ethical uh, and uh, misconduct violations or allegations of. So he could eventually have a probing uh, by a con the Congress, um, and they're going to inquire possibly into um, his record. So um, I'm going to talk about some of the things that he's done uh, while in office. So he's opened or is open uh, for coastal waters and public lands uh, for uh, the oil and gas industry to lease, which is a huge problem. 
the second thing he's done is that he suggested at least shrinking four uh, boundaries of national monuments and two of them were actually shrunk uh, by the president. Um, another thing is that he's trying to roll back or at least is on the board um, uh, trying to roll back and reverse several Obama-era environmental regulations. You know, so this is really destructive and it's really a negative thing because so many of um, President Obama's regulations, good ones, um, have been rolled back um, already. And even the industry uh, that he's from and Republican lawmakers are actually saying that this is a you know burden, additional burden that they're going to have to go through. Um, he's also diminishing the Antiquities Act, which ironically was signed into law and made into law by Theodore Roosevelt, a figure that Zinke speaks so highly of and actually talks so much about uh, when he was uh, sworn into office. So if you didn't know, the, the Antiquities Act actually gives legal protection to cultural and natural resources in the U.S. Um, and so it gives permission for the president, uh, for example, to protect landmarks and structures and, and objects, tangible objects, and establish them uh, officially as national landmarks and significant. Um, the Antiquities Act, I think, is one of the most important acts that America has had, um, and it's and and has um, when it was created because it fostered and and gained support as an act that helped build conservation and preservation in America even today. So it's really uh, you know important and relevant today. Another thing is that lastly. Um, Ryan Zinke's um, personal and financial uh, traveling decisions have come into question. Uh, one of them was that he used a chartered aircraft, a uh, military aircraft, and he attended a GOP campaign. And also, the most, I think, important one was that uh, a land deal was struck between um, an organization run by his wife and Halliburton, which is a big name in the gas and oil industry, which he is trying to uh, cater to, ma mainly what I talked about um, with those open coastal and, and water public lands for leasing that he was trying to have the oil and gas um, industry be a part of. So those sources uh that I'm going to name, um, where I got my information was namely from um, NPR.org uh, and uh, the environment section and then the National Park Service website. They were really helpful uh, for the information in this episode. Um, so as a whole, I really believe that Ryan Zinke is not or has not been a successful uh, proponent for the environment as much as he claims to be uh, a passionate um, protector and native Montanan and loves the wilderness and the outdoors. He's obviously pandering and feeding into the hands of the oil and gas industry. He wants to disrespect the Antiquities Act and him and his wife are a part of um, uh, plans in this big name of Halliburton. And uh, I just don't think that he's the right one that should have been in office, first of all. And, um, 
I'm not going to be much happier because the next one that we're going to have in the office is not the one we need at all. So next, I'm going to transition to the segment, the Mother Earth Minute segment to see what you can do uh, about this issue and get involved uh, in your own way. So in the Mother Earth Minutes, this is the time in the show where um, we take the time to just review it. Just in the next few minutes, just actions that you can take to combat the issue that we talked about in the episode and save Mother Earth. So the message uh, in this episode is just let your voice be heard. Uh, the first thing that you can do is elect better representatives who are actual champions of the environment, who don't corrupt it or aren't corrupt and um, have a long-standing history of defending the environment at all costs. You know, what's their track record while they're in office or while they weren't in office? Do they have a foundation or do community work um, with kids and teach others maybe about an environmental issue that they care about? Are they into special interest groups or those who uh, lobby against protecting the environment? Are they for dumping, illegally dumping. Um, try to get as much research as you can about these uh, uh, representatives and see what issues that you care about. And if they're environmental ones, see what they've done in the past. If your representative hasn't done anything about the environment, don't pick them because they won't. The second tip is that you can give your voice on social media about this decision. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about this recent decision and his resignation from the Department of the Interior. Um, and so you can, you know, maybe reach out on social media via Twitter because it was announced via Twitter and go to his page, go to the Department of the Interior's page, go to the White House page, go to Donald Trump's page, whatever page you have to go to to get your voice heard about this and whether you agree or don't agree with the decision. Factor of the day is that there is more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere today than at any point in the last 800,000 years. That fact was found on factsides.com. It's one of the best sites I know of and love, um, and it's about environmental facts, uh, historical facts, people facts, countries, uh, and, and history about them, all types of different facts you could think of. And they even have a, a fact called 1001 Facts. Um, it's a book that they released and uh, it's packed full of uh, facts that you, you know, love to know. And that's very informative. Very informative. The call to action is the segment in the show that I do every single episode. And it's where I take the time to have um, either you nominate as a, a listener, nominate yourself, or nominate someone else or a group that exhibits environmental care, supports the environment, or protects it, or maybe someone who even works in an environmental field uh, or as a career. So I'd like to know about um, you and uh, what you do for the environment and, and how you support it and take care of it. I'd love to know. So definitely send, if you could, a 200-word essay to the email address, greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. 
Before uh, we end the show, I want to get into the Eco Company Spotlight, which of course is where I would like to hear from companies that either have an environmentally related service or product that they want to get out to those uh, who may not know about it. And so um, I'd like to talk about it and review it. So just let Greener Thoughts know. And I can't wait to hear um, any products or services that you may have. As I end the show, I just want to uh, remark on some of the holidays or, or uh, holidays that are coming also. And um, I want to give some recognition to Hanukkah, the week-long celebration that um, actually started on um, the 3rd this year of, of December. Uh, Kwanzaa is a week-long celebration also. And that's going to start on the 26th of December through the 1st of January. And Christmas is coming up in a few more days, and that's, of course, on the 25th. So thank you all for listening. I thank you for taking the time to uh, click on this episode and look at it. And uh, let me know your thoughts, of course. You can always do so or suggest articles, comments. Um, you can even post questions, give a congrats on something, or even just say hello. And be sure to always do so at the email address. Greener Thoughts Podcast at gmail.com. I want to thank you all again, and you all can take care. Be safe out there. Bye.